This may surprise you, but hearing loss is one of the most common health issues in the United States. And according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, about 40 million U.S. adults aged 20 to 69 years have noise-induced hearing loss, which actually diminishes your ability to understand speech, hear sounds around you, and may also contribute to some other serious effects to your health. Welcome back to ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller. With us today to discuss some ways to protect your hearing is Mihaela Vince, public health expert for nonprofit Transamerica Institute. And she'll also be talking about preserving our hearing health, why it's important, how hearing loss can affect our health, and ways to prevent it. But before we get started, I'd like to remind you that if you have a topic or any ideas you'd like to hear more about, please reach out to us at info at transamericacenter.org. We'd really like to hear from you. Well, Mihaela, welcome back. Hi, thanks. Good to be here. Beyond the obvious, could you start by clarifying why our hearing is so important? So for those of us who can easily hear, we might not think much of it. However, hearing loss can have devastating effects on our health, which may actually cause us to withdraw from pleasurable activities. Without the ability to hear, connecting with others just might prove itself to be very difficult. Well, I can actually attest to the fact that hearing loss can also be pretty isolating at times, too, as in the case of my mother-in-law, who was very engaging socially. But as her hearing capacity decreased, particularly in larger gatherings, she became more withdrawn, which was really a shame because she was just a riot and and a lot of fun to be around. Are there other ways hearing loss might impact someone's health? It may actually impact someone's health in many ways, such as your mother-in-law. Something that really stuck out to me were the findings of a study published in Archives of Neurology, which reported that people with mild hearing loss had nearly twice the risk of developing dementia, whereas people with severe loss had five times the risk. And according to Mayo Clinic, hearing loss may also contribute to depression and isolation. Agreed. Well, that's obviously a major concern and has me wondering just what are the root causes leading to hearing loss? So according to the National Institute on Aging, there are actually two types of hearing loss. There's sensory neural and conductive. So for sensory neural, this type of hearing loss is permanent and occurs when there is damage to the fibers in our ears that help support hearing. Unfortunately, once these fibers are damaged, they cannot be fixed. And this usually occurs from exposure to loud sounds. Conductive hearing loss, on the other hand, happens when sound waves cannot access the ear. Uh, This could be because of fluid, earwax, or a punctured eardrum. And this type can usually be restored through medical interventions. Something else to note is that someone may experience both types of hearing loss at the same time. Well, full disclosure, I do know the personal challenges of sensory neural hearing loss, having developed tinnitus, a.k.a ringing of the ears uh, a few years back. So this really underscores the importance of ensuring that we go all out and protecting our hearing as early and as soon as possible. Now, what sort of indicators would alert someone if their hearing has been compromised? If a person has to raise their voice to speak or to be heard over the ambient noise, um, according to the World Health Organization, that could be a rough indicator that that noise could be damaging. And we're talking about 70 decibels, and that's the measurement for loudness. That would be a good one. And by the way, speaking of decibels, could we take a quick inventory to review how loud common sounds are? Yeah, I think it's actually important to know about common sounds so we can keep our ears safe and avoid hearing loss. All right, well, let's uh, start off with a uh, household appliance. Let's, uh, how about the dishwasher? So how loud is this one? 
So a dishwasher, the noise can vary between 45 to 65 decibels, and it's considered safe. Okay. And um, what about going inside of a movie theater? I love going to the movies, but the noise can really be a little too loud. It can range between 70 to 104 decibels. So something to combat this would be to try sitting further away from the speakers or perhaps even wearing earplugs to help protect your hearing. Yeah, those are pretty good points to keep in mind, especially with some of those uh, summer blockbuster films uh, that feature the uh, special effects and explosions Uh and so forth. Now, how about motorcycles? The noise can vary between 80 to 110 decibels for motorcycles, and you can actually lose some of your hearing after just an hour on a motorcycle. So make sure to wear some earplugs or some earmuffs before you ride. Those are good points, and you know, especially because motorcycles do have a varying uh, pitch, whether they be dirt bikes or street bikes or some of those heavy-duty hogs that you see on the highway. But uh, how about those associated with loud concerts or, or parties? The noise for these events may range between 95 to 115 decibels, so it's definitely a good idea to move as far away from the speakers as you can and to wear earplugs in these situations. Also remember that typically band members and musicians are usually wearing them too. Exactly, and to your point, I actually attended my first rock concert at a large venue in ages uh, just last week, uh, Roxy Music, and each member of the band was wearing their earplugs. Now, given how diminished hearing can gradually creep up on you, how does someone know if they're experiencing hearing loss? Well, first and foremost, it might be really helpful to know the warning signs of hearing loss. And a common sign of hearing loss is having difficulty hearing others, especially against background noise. Tinnitus or the ringing in the ears, as you alluded to earlier, can also be an early warning sign of damage to the auditory system. And lastly, in order to know if you're experiencing hearing loss, have your hearing tested. Consider regular hearing tests, especially if you work in a noisy environment or are often exposed to loud sounds. Gotta say, growing up, it always felt like there was a sort of a stigma, you know, associated talking about hearing loss or having checks for hearing for that matter. So really, I think we've come a long way and it's refreshing to have these open conversations about how we can monitor and protect our hearing health. So generally speaking, how often should someone have their hearing checked? If you're not experiencing any indicators of hearing loss, like straining to hear or hearing ringing in your ears, in that case, you should get tested every 10 years until you turn 50 and then every three years after that. Well, that sounds like a pretty easy ask there and fairly reasonable schedule, especially given the importance of one's own hearing. Now, where can someone go to get their ears checked if they're particularly concerned? An ear exam can be done in a doctor's office, at a school, or at the workplace. For an ear exam, a doctor will use a tool called an otoscope to investigate the ear canal and see the eardrum. For a hearing test, you would have an audiometry evaluation, which will be administered to measure hearing sensitivity. Now, this test is conducted with headphones placed over the ears, where a sound will play. The patient will then press a buzzer to indicate whether they've heard a sound or not. Oh, yeah. Been there and done that. It's a very, very interesting process. So could you walk us through how hearing loss is actually treated? Yeah. According to Cleveland Clinic, hearing loss treatment includes hearing rehabilitation, listening devices, medication, surgery, as well as hearing assist devices like hearing aids. Now, speaking of hearing aids, now, how much uh, do they cost? I suspect they're kind of expensive, right? Yeah, you are right. Uh, They can get a little pricey. Hearing aids can cost around $2,300 per unit. And now if you need Mm -hmm. one for each year, you're looking at spending over $4,000 on average. 
Whew. Treating hearing damage is not a cheap date as the costs between what examinations and treatment can really pile up. Obviously good to take care of your hearing, but let me ask you this. Does insurance cover the cost of hearing aids and or other hearing exams and treatments? So medical insurance may provide coverage for hearing exams and treatments, but it's just important to check your plan for specific coverage information. According to Medicare.gov, Original Medicare, I know, does not cover hearing aids or exams. However, some Medicare Advantage plans offer additional benefits that Original Medicare does not cover, like hearing. Something else to note that I thought was kind of cool, according to AARP, most hearing aids do not work correctly immediately. But the good news is that most states do require a mandatory 30-day trial period for you to test them out. Well, that's a relief to know, especially given the costs associated there and that at least some of the plans in place do consider these costs. Then in hopes of reducing the need of a hearing aid, how can someone go about preventing hearing loss? First and foremost, just stay out of loud environments. There are many sound level meter apps for your phone, which can measure how noisy your environment is and can help indicate whether or not maybe you should try to get out of where you're currently at. Also take steps to control the noise. I know that's obvious, but turning down loud loud volumes on TVs and music is just super imperative to do. Wearing hearing protection like earplugs or earmuffs, especially when you're in a noisy environment. Now, of course, these have to be optimally inserted to offer the highest level of protection. Earplugs do offer a higher level of protection than earmuffs. However, earmuffs might be easier for children to wear. And for earplugs, there are a few different types. There's foam, pre-molded, and formable earplugs. Try them all to figure out which one really is comfortable for you. Good to know. Now, I think I know the answer to this one, but would you ever recommend wearing earplugs while driving? It is unadvisable and sometimes illegal to wear earplugs while driving since it's important to hear an emergency vehicle's siren or another car's honk while you drive. Yeah, absolutely. With the sirens, the honks I could do without, but I get you there. Now, if you're game, I was hoping we might spend some time doing a little myth busting. Sound good to you? Yeah, that sounds great. I think going over the myths is a great opportunity to learn the facts. All right, then. Myth number one. Is it true that you may receive a warning signal such as pain, which indicates your hearing is becoming damaged and as such can just walk away from the noise? No, false. According to the CDC, most people do not feel any warning signs like pain until their hearing is already damaged. Okay, then myth number two, is it true that you can actually get used to or in other words, conditioned to loud noise and gradually acclimate to that uh, over a period of time? Uh, This one's also false. If loud noises start to feel like you're becoming conditioned to them or you're acclimating to them, this could actually be because you've already lost some of your hearing. And this is also according to the CDC. Okay, good to note that. Okay, now how about this one? Hearing loss is something that young people really don't need to worry about. Uh, This one's also absolutely false. You can protect your hearing at a very young age to prevent hearing loss. That's what I thought. I think and your youth think that you're indestructible and probably, you know, don't think about being proactive, uh, says the guy who back in the day used to strive to get to the front of the concert stages and now really wishes he hadn't. I must say, this is some very important intel, Mahela. Now, could you recommend additional resources uh, for folks who might want to learn even more about protecting their hearing? Sure. I'd actually like to offer three resources. The American Speech Language Hearing Association, or ASHA, offers great information on noise and hearing loss prevention. 
Hearit.org offers an online hearing test, which is completely anonymous and free. It assesses your hearing and might be a good first step to indicate if you need a professional test. And lastly, the CDC has a fun interactive infographic titled, Listen Up, Protect Your Hearing. This infographic offers general, very understandable information, as well as different sounds and their associated loudness, which you can play. Great counsel, Mahela. And as always, good to have you back with us today. And if you'd like to check out any of the source materials mentioned today, visit transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast to review the episode's transcript. We hope you'll join us for future episodes. And don't miss our recent episodes on the benefits of socialization and sustainability practices for health. If you have comments, feedback, or topic ideas, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode of Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about health and wellness, employment, financial literacy, longevity, and retirement. You can find your weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcast, and at Transamerica Institute dot org forward slash podcast. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance. 